0: Plato in the the Timaeus says that the world, the universe is an organism and that the Demiurge created it. And of course, the Demiurge, he identifies with the form of the good. And so Plato says quite explicitly that we should look at the world from an organic point of view. And so when when it rains, we should ask, why does it rain? Not what caused the rain. And that, of course, is an organic question. So, I mean, let's put it this way. You find a new, a new dinosaur. They dig up a new dinosaur. And it's got, you know, there's something weird about it. Oh, like Stegosaurus, all those plates along the back. Now, why the hell does Stegosaurus or uniquely have these bloody plates. I mean, I don't have them, but neither do, you know, mastodons or other dinosaurs, they don't have these things. And, of course, the question then is, you know, did they have it for for fighting or for defence? I mean, the popular answer now is that it's a heat mechanism. In the morning, it heats the animal up, and during the day when the breezes are, it keeps the... Because, you know, don't forget, dinosaurs are cold-blooded. So this was the Stegosaurus way of, you know, heating itself up, sort of mammal-like, if you like. Now, whether this is right or wrong, this is the kind of question that you ask within the organic metaphor. So, in other words, when you're looking, say, at evolution, you, you don't think evolution is just a process. You want to say, what's happening? Why is this happening? And, of course, the overall picture is because it's striving in some way to get up to dadum dadum homo sapiens. So, you know, I'd just be writing about Ag- Agricola, the met- metallurgist at the beginning of the 16th century. And of course, he wants to go over to the machine metaphor. But he starts by saying we've got this view of Mother Earth. Mother Earth, Mother Earth, who has her bounty, who gives us her bounty, you know, the, the seasons, the seas, and also has these minerals. But we've got to be very careful taking them. He says, in order to live properly... We need those minerals. With those minerals, we can a, make a better quality uh, for, uh, sense of life. Don't forget, we're just at the beginning, not the Industrial Revolution, but we're just at the beginning where machines are about to take nigh a quantum leap of sophistication. So that by the time you get to the 17th century, you, you've got all sorts of navigation uh, instruments and these things, but also... You've also got better and more efficient methods of warfare. So, what Agricola says is we've got to get away from this organic metaphor and we've got to start thinking of the world not as something infused with meaning in itself. Doesn't mean to say it doesn't have meaning, because obviously those those minerals are going to have a hell of a lot of meaning for us if they mean that we can have an accurate way of telling the time and those sorts of things. This can be, particularly if you're at sea, these sorts of things can be absolutely crucial. So, they, they, but the meaning is not in the minerals. It's in what we do to make them, make the machines. So what, what somebody like Agricola is saying, and of course what's being followed up by people like, Obviously, like Francis Bacon, Descartes particularly, you know, the, the you know the body is a machine. What we've got is tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. We give the meaning. Now, the thing was, what about organisms the cells? Because organisms seem to be more than machines. They're organisms. They do have purposes. Okay, the moon may not have a purpose, but by God your nose has a purpose. How do we deal with that? And people like Robert Boyle said, what they did was they flipped it into religion. They said, asking questions about why do we have eyes is not a scientific question. It's a religious question. And we can give it because God wanted us to be able to see. So in other words, but of course, this wasn't very satisfactory. What you're doing is the inorganic world is a machine. And the organic world still has to be thought organically. And as I say, I think this is what Darwin does, is Darwin says, with natural selection, I can explain why we've got noses. And I'm explaining it through the struggle for existence, leading to natural selection, through unbroken law, deism. And particularly, though, it's the machine metaphor. So for Darwin, what Darwin is doing is bringing the machine metaphor to the organic world. And I think this is what. So this is what I want to say is that Darwin's genius or importance was not, not refuting God, although as I've just said, I think there were knock-on effects there. But what Darwin is important is completing the scientific revolution, making it possible to move from the organic metaphor to the machine metaphor. However, because this is where these things are always more interesting, there was a group like, let's say, like the Amish. The Amish turned their back on modern society. And they managed to survive very well, as you pointed out, like like the Mormons. Community, community, community. And our, somebody who's an Amish is going to say, yes, you've got all these things, but we have community. We, we, And we value community more than being able to drive a car. For us... Community is where it's at. That's what really matters. And I think what you had at the beginning of the 19th century was the organicists, people like Goethe, as I said, Schelling, and, of course, poets, you know, people like Wordsworth. uh, They said, no, we don't see the world as cold, unmeaning, all of these things. We see the world as throbbing with life. You know, there's a force which moves through things. I see the world like a clock that nobody's going to look at the time, but just keeps going on, tick-tock, 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 without meaning. Now, in other words, I don't mean it doesn't have meaning, but the meaning has to come from me and put into the world, as opposed to the world giving meaning to me and dictating what I should do. So, in other words, I think these people are finding meaning in the world... As opposed to somebody like me who wants to say, I put the meaning into the world. Making Meaning is a limited series from Ministry of Ideas. It is produced by me, Zachary Davis, and Jack Pombriand. If you enjoyed this episode, you can support us by sharing the show with your friends, subscribing, and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. For more information, visit our website at ministryofideas.org. You can connect with us on Twitter, where we're at Ministry of Ideas. You can also email us at Zachary at MinistryofIdeas.org. We would love to hear from you. Ministry of Ideas is a proud member of Hub & Spoke, a Boston-centric collective of smart, idea-driven podcasts. You can check out all of our shows at HubSpokeAudio.org.